watch uh, your laser disc of this? I didn't have those laser discs. Oh, I my I, I think I used to have Blood for Dracula. Is that also should, on Criterion? Yeah, we have to watch it. <laughs> that fucking guy. What's his name? I forgot the actual actor. Uh, Udo Kier? Yeah. And Joe D'Alessandro. They're both in it. Well, who's Joe D'Alessandro? Joe D'Alessandro's like, hey, we've been best friends oh, since we were kids. Jersey Dave. Yeah. <laughs> That's who Jersey Dave I've referenced several times. I just call him Joe because he's Joe D'Alessandro. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it. You have known me my whole life. Okay, welcome to all new Criterion Knots. I'm Criterion Not Joey, and I'm also here with Criterion Not Chris. Hello. Do you want to introduce yourself? I like, you know, whatever you want to do. Hey, welcome to the. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> introduce yourself. Uh... Myself, Chris. Criterion Not. We are watching Flesh, or we have watched Flesh for Frankenstein. Oh, what a treat. Criterion number 27. From 1973, originally rated X. Yeah. Which I Hot. I appreciate. It is a video nasty on the official list. Uh, do you know what a video nasty is? Uh, no. It is the list that the the British people, when they were complaining about like vi- violence and sex and gore in movies, made this list of the video nasties, which were their like bullet points to showcase their arguments. <laughs> So there's, like, a, a lot of, like, um, cult lists and stuff will go through. It's like, hey, we ranked all the video nasties, but there's, like, 100 or so. This is included on that list. Wow. Um, and it was originally shown in 3D. That I did know. Which that, is... Because I, I had seen this many, many years ago on Laserdisc, <laughs> and I'm pr- I, I, <clears throat> I can't remember if the Laserdisc actually was the 3D print or not. Uh. I feel like... Because I know there was a different Laserdisc. I think the whatever the 3D um, Jason, the like 3D Friday the 13th movie, one of them had a 3D sex segment. Not the third one, but not, oh, Friday, not oh. Friday the 13th 3, but there was one like Jason Goes to Hell or one of those yeah. that that had a 3D section and it came with like 3D glass, like the red blue oh, 3D nice. glasses. Is and that I, the 3D this was in? Oh, yeah. This is, yeah, 1973. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, IMDb rated 5.9 with 4,872 votes. Rotten Tomato score of 92. Yeah, that's a little high, I feel. Uh, Yeah, with 11... (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) 11 positive and one negative. Uh, The interesting thing, too, on the IMDb page, it credits two directors, uh, Paul Morrissey and Antonio Margheretti. Margheretti. Do you know why? No. It's because in Italy, in order to get it certified as an Italian film or something, it they needs had to an have Italian director. A certain, well, they had to. Have, I, I don't know if it had to be an Italian director. Or they had to have a certain number of important crew members. Oh, so there's a different screenwriter credited. Uh, there's a different direct director credit. The, that guy um, Magaretti, who mm-hmm. I I, I want to say that's the same name that they used in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, really? Is yeah. it a fake person? Magaretti. No, no, it's a real person. It oh. was uh, the second unit director okay. of the movie. So but Paul, I, Paul Morrissey actually did. Wrote and directed. Wrote and directed. Now you might ask, why is this movie called Andy Warhol's <laughs> Flesh for Frankenstein? Why is Andy Warhol given all the credit for this movie? Yeah, I still don't know the answer to there that. There is no answer to that. I mean, it, he really just lent his name to it. Okay, did he finance it at all? I don't... That's a good, good question. I doubt there's a good question there, Joey. I, yeah, uh, rated R, nineteen seventy three. 
Let's see what Criterion has to say about Flesh for Frankenstein. <clears throat> Maverick filmmaker Paul Morrissey's Flesh for Frankenstein reevaluates the horror film, infusing it with satiric wit and sexuality. Morrissey's tale of Mad Baron Frankenstein and his perverse creative urges with heavily edit was heavily edited upon its initial release. Criterion presents the restored director's cut, fully intact after twenty five years in a widescreen transfer. And thank God, thank God they did it. Thank God they preserved this. Jesus movie. Christ! I, I, I here's the thing. Like I kept feeling because obviously this is a part of the the Criterion collection. Yes, it is number so, twenty seven. So this movie is important. Not as important as Solo, but it is important. Fucking solo. It, it so it's an important movie in, in capital I important, mm-hmm. and let's say all caps actually block letters okay. important and presented by Andy Warhol. Yeah, and yeah, a very important artist, and I, I guess the same way that I kind of don't get Andy Warhol the the, the actual work. I, he, he's a, he's an artist who is mostly famous for popularizing things he didn't do. He didn't create the Campbell suit. I under, and I understand the idea behind the pop art. I understand the movement, mm-hmm. but people are still buying, you know, people buy and pay just an, an insane amount of money. It, I for soup? For his work, oh. for his screen prints of something somebody else designed. That's the dream. I guess it is, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Andy Warhol presents, we opened with uh, some Omen children doing surgery on dolls with scalpels. Like, it's, it, it felt like someone's like, we need to start this and it needs to be messed up right away. Yeah, it's going to be fucked up kids. <laughs> like kids. How about kids with a tiny little doll guillotine? A little dollatine. <laughs> I did appreciate like- the doll guillotine. <laughs> Oh, is man. that a thing? You can't get one of those. They, that doesn't like Barbie doesn't have like my dream torture set. But they were in the lab. People would buy that though. I would. But they were in the I, lab, I right? Didn't say you would buy that. I would. I think that was a real revelation. Yeah, yeah. But were they in his like Joey? You have children now. Oh shit, I do. Were they in the lab? Scan twins. <laughs> Don't were, sorry. Who? Okay. Were uh, the kids in the lab when they were doing their doll surgery? I guess that must be right. That was in the lab. So then what is that doll guillotine actually for? Maybe it's a real guillotine. For tiny heads? Yeah. Or wieners? Well, people were much smaller back then. It's a wiener teen, isn't it? That might... <laughs> a wiener teen. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we see them do their fucking surgery on a doll and it's weird and they're really bad surgeons all they do is cut open the doll and then chop its head off yeah i feel like these kids could benefit from playing a little bit of the game operation at least it really helped them out i don't know if you noticed over this scene they, they were showing the credits and there were two mm. credited editors we're both editors <laughs> and there were two credited editors on this on this movie uh and it was um Franco, Franca Silvi and Jed Johnson. Like those couldn't be, those couldn't be two less that. similar names. I was too busy watching the the bad surgery, but Jed Johnson really rocking it. And it, it, I was interested, and I looked it up. Yeah, and um, 
Jed Johnson was Andy Warhol's boyfriend of 12 years. Whoa. And he met him in 1968. And Jed Johnson did not go on to be a a famed editor, editor, Mm -hmm. but he apparently did achieve fame as an interior designer. Oh. So, you know, different different paths. Is that what Andy Warhol lent to this movie? The, the editor? His editor or slash just boyfriend? A, just an aesthetic uh, milieu. Yeah, yeah. Milio. Uh, if you've never heard I, that word pronounced. I haven't. It's a too fancy milieu. word. So, have you seen Beer Fest? I have not seen Beer Fest. Oh, and fuck. I really love... And I, 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 I like those Broken Lizard fellows. That's what all this German sounds like to me. That's funny. <laughs> There's the Germans that they have the competition with. Is like, now we just have to go to the laboratory. And he's, he's it, like it, clearly a gay German uh, Frankenstein man. And he just... Uh, are, I mean, are, are you talking about Frankenstein or, are you, or, or the, the Baron? Or are you talking about his assistant? Yes. Because they are in two totally different movies. <laughs> his, his assistant is in a like super broad slapstick comedy where he bugs his eyes out the uh-huh. whole movie and was mugging. That's Otto. Yes. Otto, Frankenstein's assistant. Right. Uh, just does kind of whatever Frankenstein wants. And mostly what Frankenstein wants is to collect various parts. And put yep. them together. Yep. Um, I don't think we hear in this scene why. Um, but all I could think through during this entire thing was the Germans from Beerfest, or he occasionally sounded very Tommy Wiseau-ish, which was also very fun to That's me. That's funny. Um, Udo Kier is very... He has gone on to to be pretty famous. He's like I mean, a legit actor. Yeah. I recognize him, yeah. But in this? Ho- yeah, well... In see, this? See... <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this is the right time to talk about the fact that there is a companion movie to this that is also a part of the Criterion Collection, and that they filmed like almost simultaneously. Oh, they and did. it has essentially the exact same cast: Blood for Dracula. Yes, yes. Andy Warhol's Blood for Dracula. Also, also barely involved. I, I looked it up because there are pictures of him on set. And I looked it up. He was on set one day. Really? <laughs> That's where all those pictures came from, I guess. Or maybe he just wears the same clothes all the time? No, no. I look, <laughs> he, he was there one day. Only one day. One day. I, mm. Andy Warhol's Flesh for Frank. Did he, did he do movies outside of these two? I have no idea. Like, is this, yes. he's like, I'm going to no, get he, into movies? He, or? No, he made, he made a lot of art films. He made a film, and I'm not, <clears throat> pardon the language, guys, but he, he made, if I didn't make this movie up, he made a film called Blowjob. It's Just, ex- that's it's it. exactly what it sounds like. Okay. He did a movie, I think the movie's called Sleep. And it is 10 hours long, and it is just a guy sleeping. I didn't know that was him. I've heard of that, yeah. and I hate it. That's Warhol. I never saw it. I hate it, though. Uh, I saw. I, I actually I happened to go a couple of months ago to the Andy Warhol Museum in Pittsburgh, which is the largest museum in the United States dedicated to one a single artist. Wow. Uh, it's very cool. Was Fletcher Frankenstein there? They, yeah, they have stuff about it. Props? Um, the whole... <laughs> like various heads and things? <laughs> That would be. I wish that they had that. Oh, the, that guy. Oh man. Oh boy. There's so many prop heads. Is it, yeah. Some of them are. They're pretending are real heads, and uh, <laughs> they are not passing. They need. He needs the Baron. Needs to find the perfect nazim. 
And I, for the longest time, had no idea what the fuck that That's what I wrote. These guys are, are as far as I'm concerned, they are nearly unintelligible. I I can't, I could barely understand anything they were saying other than uh, Serbian ideals, which seems like a really very specific thing to be bringing up. And then I was like, the perfect nozzle? Does he have to have a, is he talking about his dick? (laughs) He has to have a, a <laughs> nozzle. Is is his face his nozzle? Like, he, what is a nozzle? He needs to clean this lavatory, Otto, and it needs to have the perfect nozzle. But no, but did, do, did you, you said, you say nozzle. Were you looking at captions? No. Because I, I still have no idea what he was talking about. He says nose at one point. And right. I was like, oh, nose. So I assume sure. it was nozzle. Sure. But did you also think, did you notice that sometimes his hair was slicked back and sometimes it was like... Like he had just gotten out of the shower and it was kind of poofy outside, and uh, it's frizzy. It look, it almost looked like they shot that stuff at a like at a different time, like early before they'd figured out what they were going to do with the, his hair. That wouldn't surprise me, but also it's period appropriate because taking showers is tough. Then that's true. Yeah, that's true. So I think you know, fair enough for the art. I, I had to look him up at this point. Udo Kier. Um, I always thought he was old. I didn't know he could be young ever, because every time I've seen him, he's looked the same. Yeah. So I thought he, like, was always of this certain age, and that then he was weird. every German villain ever. <laughs> he was in Blade. He was in uh, Barbed Wire. All the hits. <laughs> anyway, to what the lab. Barbed Wire. When's the uh, Criterion Collection going to get around <laughs> to recognizing this modern classic? Man, I haven't seen that in a while. It's real terrible. Is it? Oh, yeah. Is there nudity in that movie? Yes, it's like it starts with nudity. Okay, it's like they knew. Yeah, they were like, we know well, We know why you're here. It's like the credits, opening <laughs> credits. It's like, wow, all right. Cool. Um, so every, it is at this point, I think maybe 10 minutes in or so, every take of every line feels like the rehearsal. <laughs> like... There's an odd cadence to everything the Baroness says, and the Baron is, like, chewing up the scenery, but there's this cadence to it, like, oh, I think he almost forgot a line, but then kept going. Like, don't stop the scene for anything. Yes. Like, that that sounds absolutely... The, the Baroness sounded like she was speaking phonetic English, like, and it was all she could do to sound uh, out the words. I'm pretty sure Udo knows English, but this is actually another thing that I looked up. Um, that Paul Morrissey, who wrote and directed the Andy Warhol's Flesh for Frankenstein, uh, the writer and director of the movie, not associated with the movie, um, uh, he intended to rely on improvisation for the dialogue, uh, but he had to come up with a new method as this would not work for some <laughs> actors such as Udo Kier. And so he was <clears throat> he prepared the dialogue day by day. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow, that is accurate then. Yeah. They had no idea what they were going to be saying. They sure didn't. Or what they were saying in the moment, I think. <laughs> Just re- memorizing the English? That's correct. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So much more of this makes sense. Right? Um, so we have we have this Baron, who is Baron Frankenstein, and the Baroness, who is his wife, Frankenstein, who is also his sister. Yeah. Like... Super glossed over. So glossed over. I mean, they they just, they kept, it almost was, it felt until the end, it felt like a continuity problem. Like, <laughs> like, like they scenes. hadn't decided. Yeah, yeah. Like, of course, this is his sister. My sister. My wife. My wife. My wife. <laughs> my wife. Um, they still, hadn't decided which funny. one it was. 
in the year 2019, <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. probably Maybe. I don't know. I don't know when this comes out. I don't know what your release schedule is. No, I don't either. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but yeah, uh, continue. I, I, I see what you're saying because, like, it's like my wife. I'm like, oh, wait. I thought he said it was his sister. Okay. Anyway, it's a sister. Wife now. But there's but, so much incestuous feeling stuff, even before it's confirmed that it is his sister slash wife and that these children that they have are incest babies. Which makes more sense why they're so omeny. Well, certainly the little girl. <laughs> oh. But the little boy, sorry. Certainly the little, that's a problematic statement. I agree. And I, I, I don't take it back, but I do. Uh, no, I, I don't either. sad <laughs> about it. I don't feel good about it. She shouldn't look like, like that. And, and I... The boy, there's this scene early on when Olga, the uh, the human troll doll, it, she had a face exactly <laughs> Is that the girl? like those troll dolls. No, the woman, the, their maid. Okay, okay, yeah, yes. Oh my God, yes. The maid who sadly meets a, a, a terrible and untimely <laughs> end eventually. Uh, great and then and then it never comes back. No. That's just like yeah, she's dead. Who cares? Anyway, um, but in that, that, scene, that sums up this whole movie. Yeah, who cares? That who cares? The the mom says something the first time we meet Olga. I think I think it. I don't. It's not when they're getting ready for bed. I think I, I can't remember what the scene is, but but she she's talking about the her son's like beautiful how beautiful he is, and this boy has these like very pretty eyelashes. <laughs> And, uh, Where they're like grooming them like, for bed? Yeah, but I, I think it's an earlier scene. For early bed? Gross. Because yeah. the bed scene is, is later, because I, I definitely made a note of that, because I was like, what is that, a fucking bird cage over their bed? <laughs> the like, who has a bird? And then it wasn't a bird, it was just like a robot bird. I think that was a who torture device. That? Yeah, seriously. Who has that? She winds it up, and then it tweets nonstop above their bed. Which is just adding to their whole origin story yeah. of these mass murderers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lights on, robot bird torturing them all night. So we're bouncing back and forth between the Baroness and the Baron. So the Baron is just obsessed with his work down in the lab, which is basically just touching naked bodies. That's right. And then so the, many naked bodies. The Baroness is just like uh, um, fuckboy shopping. I guess is the quickest way to say it. C- certainly seems like she it. She tries to find some peasants on her land. She's like, you will come visit me in the morning. And it's like very implied well, what that is about. But also it's that classic. It's that thing that we see in in our our politics and in our churches. People shaming uh, others for doing like heathenistic behavior and then saying, can I try? Like, <laughs> it, it them being like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Touch me. Because you've... Oh, we haven't even talked about the, the heathens yet. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I assume you're getting to it. Yeah. You're talking I, about Joe D'Alessandro? No, I'm talking about Jersey Dave and Monk. <laughs> D- Joe D'Alessandro is the actor. He, hey, forget about yeah, it. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Just Come on, being a what peasant you, and shit. What are you talking about? We've known each other our whole lives. <laughs> we What? Where? Where did you grow up? Who who are Ever you? Ever since we were young together. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because hey. we're best friends since we're children. How you doing? <laughs> hey, Donnie, where you been? Oh man, that Donnie Darko reference. That uh, so there's there's two dudes, Jersey Dave and, and this friend of his that he just uh is a wants to be a monk, so he says. 
uh, Jersey Day is like, yeah, but before you do that, let's go out and fuck stuff. You yeah. watch me and I'll show you. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. He takes him to a whorehouse. He does. Which a brothel. Super chill. A home of ill repute. Yeah. What's this two for two on whorehouses and movies that you've watched with me now? <laughs> I'm starting to notice a pattern. Yeah. Well, it's a criterion pattern. Yeah. Can we, can we sidestep for one second? Sure. Are there just some creepy perverts at the Criterion Collection? Like, I, I, uh, um, yeah. You know, Your Honor, I respectfully, uh, <laughs> I take back my question. Is that how they say it? I take it back. <laughs> but I'm going to leave it in because, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, no, it's fucking, this is crazy, this movie. Yeah, and it's, everything about it is so poorly put together. But I like to think that there's like this this reason above it that we don't know why it, it's so amazing that it exists. And that's why it's included. There has to be something like that. See, I think similarly with the Canterbury tales, it's the context in which the movie was made and it was a counter culture movie. It was a, right. It was it's, a balls. I mean, the fact that it's on the, the, uh, the hot nasties or whatever. Video <laughs> video <laughs> The hot video nasties. I mean, the, 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 its inclusion in such a list is, is I think, is a sort of case in point. Just it shows they were just trying to upset people, or or they didn't give a shit what people told them they could do or couldn't do. Man, I just wish they were better at doing it. Here's the thing, and we can we'll, we'll continue talking about this, but I, I think that the story is kind of interesting. I mean, it's, a, it's essentially sort of Frankenstein meets, meets Fuckenstein. <laughs> but if, if literally every character was played by a different actor <laughs> than any of the people in this movie, <laughs> then I think that it would be a much better movie. What, you didn't like Jersey Dave? He's going to show the monk how to fuck stuff. You, we, we, now, we have to watch Blood for Dracula. Is he the same? It's this, it, yes, and, it, and it's just as inexplicable. Hey. Yes, why, why? Because that's his, he can't, and also, he's just like dead, just dead eyes. He always looks kind of like bored, kind of like yeah. pissed off that he has to be there. It's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> what is happening? Hey, my dick's out. Oh. Sure was. Uh, lots of times. Just There's, really the once. Well, in the whorehouse, they have the shot, which I assume was supposed to be like their porno shot, where they're just up on Jersey Dave's ass, and mm-hmm. it's barely moving, but it's just, they make sure you can still see Nutsack. They're yeah, just like, that's all you need. Gotta make sure you that... just need a little sack. Just a little, like, movement. Yeah, barely any movement. A little it's movement. The Long Island Expressway. That's <laughs> what Jersey Dave <laughs> calls his uh, taint. The taint. Oh, is the uh, Hi, mom. medical professional? My mom, sure, my mom is listening at this point. So I'm, I apologize, mom. You should probably turn this off about ten minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the big scene that actually is a, a, a key plot point is that the monk is watching Jersey Dave do his thing with some some hooers list, and he's staring at Jersey Dave's ass, and the hooker yeah. kind of like takes notice. Yeah, like, she seems really dejected. Well, she's like, I get it. Yeah. Like, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it, too. Is. That guy's, I mean, he is clenched. His ass, I mean, <laughs> I think... He's tight. We'd all... Tight, tight, tight. Tight, tight, tight. We'd all love to be in the shape that Jersey Dave is in. Joe D'Alessandro, nobody has ever looked better or deader inside <laughs> or more confused, but he's in great shape. Or looked better with a lizard running across their ass, which is a very unnecessary what point in on that earth. Scene. Well, I like it's the is that the only thing they could think to do to get them outside? 
to show like there could be no full other frontal reason. naked ladies. Well, but also they had to do that so that the Baron and his cartoon assistant could could see them outside and see the monk come in and think, oh, this is our guy. Right. The case of mistaken identity. The, <laughs> the comedy of errors portion of the movie. This is where the the stories all meet. And this is Otto and the Baron trying to find the perfect head with the perfect Nazim for his <sighs> male zombie. Nazim. So the Baron Nozzle? has... Nazim. Nazil? Nazim. Nazim. <laughs> he's he's completed his lady zombie, and now he he's got has. he's got a torso with no head, mm-hmm. and he's got to find a perfect Nazim. Very tall, perfect. Body. Yeah, yes, exactly. That is also a key plot point. So he says he needs to find the men who will have sex with or make love to anything, because he needs these two zombies to get down. He's a sex crazed man. He is in that. But in like a weird cuckoldy way, like he just wants to watch. He like he wants to make them, and he wants to watch. Them. I'm saying he wants it. You know, he wants to create a race of people that are that are uh, that worship him. Right. I don't. Very know. strange thing to want. I don't know if we've gotten to the point where he says that that is his end goal. But his end goal in making we haven't yet the zombie I'm just people. skipping around. But no, I'm I'm saying. It's so odd when we find out what his purpose is. Like, it could have just been he wants to make zombie people. But his purpose... Sur- Serbian in, ideals. With, with the perfect Nazim is to make two zombie people fucking have kids that worship him. And he's creating this, like, zombie race. It, it's, it's sort of like what Hitler was trying to... I mean, a little bit of what Hitler was trying to do, except with Hitler... He was just trying to exterminate an entire race in order to get his master race so that he'd he'd have less of them. And then the Baron's plan is to uh, bring people back from the dead and then have them mate. (laughs) There are some real holes in his plan. Uh, Also, so you're a doctor and then you come up with a way to bring people back to life. That's not enough. That's like, exactly that what I thought. It's fucking crazy. He's got so many things to make this thing a success. It like it has to be a male female and they have to come back to life and they have to fuck and they have to have kids and they have to be able to do that a lot. Just because he made people come back to life with various bits and parts from other people, that is a failure. They That's, have to it's, fuck. It's crazy. It's awesome. What a pervert. He's such a gross grosso. And when he's when they come up with that whole plan to find the guy who will make love to anything, he's just like, we'll go to the bordello. And Otto's like, have you ever been to a bordello? He's like, yes, I've been to the bordello yeah. when I was in school. Yeah. I know what one is. You mean, you mean when he was in school? And then he goes on to basically make it sound like, actually, I have never been to a bordello. Because he's like, <laughs> when I was in school and I, I never stopped studying even for 10 minutes. I want, very, I want, very specific. I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to socialize with the other students. I want to go to the bordello. That must have been the first day when they were uh, improvising. <laughs> and that's when he realized, like, this isn't this going is, to work at all. Well, we can't reshoot this is, that. This is we, not good. We have two days to make We this only movie. have this film. We have a finite amount of film, and we, uh, we shot all of it. Oh, um, and during the, the whole sesh at the, the whorehouse, one of the hookers is just, like, getting down on Jersey Dave's knee. Yeah, what? for a while. The, the, okay, the, and this this comes back later too. I, l- look with the pits. Yes. So <laughs> so 
I feel like most of the people in this movie and and behind the camera and on camera, most of the men in this movie are interested in men. They're they're I mean Andy Warhol is I mean is famously openly openly gay, living as an openly gay man. Mm-hmm. Um I can't remember if Joe D'Alessandro was or not, but it was all they were, they were all part of the same kind of crew, right? In you know socially, and it just it feels like it's like well, what would you do with a woman? What do women and men do? They they suck knees or they suck armpits. God, she just went to town on his armpit. She really did. It was uncomfortable. That's later. We'll get we'll get to that later. Oh God, because that's hot. Um. Okay, so can I do the rest of the podcast like this? <laughs> I would really, I would rather not. You yeah. Did it. yeah, you're welcome. Um. Okay, so Baron thinks I'm gonna Okay. Oh, this is also the first time I wrote. Is this his sister or his wife? Oh, really? This far in? Well, that's not that far in. It feels like forever. It feels like forever already. <laughs> so the the Baron and Otto are like, "Yep, there's a dude. We're gonna come back tonight when it's still day." <laughs> and we're gonna get our head for our, our male zombie, right? That's of course when the kids uh, we introduce the kids' birdcage above their bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lights and on, robot bird, totally normal, Serbian ideals. There's um, we go back to the whorehouse after we see the birdcage, after we see Otto and the Baron making their plans, and Monk <laughs> is just staring at Dave. Monk. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, with his with his dead eyes. Yeah, too. with his very sad. I just want to be a monk because I can't be gay. Staring at Jersey Dave. Yeah, like really bringing the tone Jersey of Jersey Dave. <laughs> Is that a restaurant? Uh, Jersey Mike's. Oh, Mike's. Okay. <laughs> no, Jersey Dave's a classy place. Is it? I no, I have no idea. Um, if, you, if you know, uh, call in. We have a caller. Line two. We don't have phones. Please continue. Okay. They said they were going to come back at night to get them. Mm-hmm. It's not night. It's day for night. It's, it's day, day for, for night. It, it's day for day. It's day for night. So they, their whole plan of getting this head for the, with the perfect nozzle. With their, over, their comically gigantic scissors. Is to just cut off the monk's head. Yep. Because he misunderstood that that's who was doing all the mm-hmm. fucking. That's right. Comedy Cut, of errors. Cuts off the monk's Oops. head. And Anybody could have made that mistake. Otto is supposed to take out the other one, the drunk. Yeah. Just hits him. Yeah. Falls Fierce. down. Fierce. But the thing that I thought was hilarious in that is after they cut off the monk's head and the body's still just like spurting blood and sitting there. <laughs> Forever. Otto just starts hitting the head of yes. body because hilarious. it's not going down. That was hilarious. God, get jacked. <laughs> just a couple swings for, for good men. No doubt a little improv from Otto there. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Um, so the after this whole decapitation, they take the head. Um, Jersey Dave wakes up next to his headless friend. That's right. And just sort of carries the body away. Drags his dead friend away. Drags his he- his lifeless, dead, like, headless friend away. Oh, bummer. And just like drags it slowly out of yes. frame. Yes. <laughs> it's really good. It's incredible. Uh, and, so- and, and then he seems... He seems uh, no more emotional about this than anything, anything like, else. Just like, hey, some of my friends did. I'm just, I'm sad as all. I gotta go 
to the Baroness's house, I guess. Yeah, I still got look. I have a schedule to keep. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I you know, I, I have plans. <laughs> I, I'm, tr- I'm true to my word. He shows up and like tells her about it. He's like, oh, my friend was murdered. No, it's just uh, my dead friend is all you know. Uh, hey, what are you gonna do? Uh, sleeping with the fishes? So we fucking you know what? I mean? what? <laughs> yeah, the the Baroness is uh, I guess makes it a thing of inviting people out to her house to just like get down and is not subtle. Like oh, no. she's trying to be subtle, but she's not subtle. And he's just like, oh, I had to bury my friend anyway. So what do you need me to do? Well, yeah. You want me to go to work now? Go. Yeah. Oh. Should I go to work? Oh God. <laughs> I, now look, I've not, I've not paid for sex, but I, I hope when you do, or if you do, I hope that that's not how it works. I hope it feels a little bit more like at least there's an illusion of of intimacy or something that it, you don't just give the money and 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 the the prostitute is like <laughs> so is the it goat. work time now I gotta go to clocking in ding yeah, ding, ding ding like she pot punches in or or he punches in to like a like a punch card anus Do they still have whoa just punches in oh god yeah anyway um, again mom you should have turned <laughs> this podcast off about fifteen twenty minutes ago. Well, especially now, because we go back to the Baron finishing up his lady. Oh, man, it's happening. This is, <laughs> you mean when he... This is the scene I guarantee that, like, put it on the, the video nasty list. You There's, mean when he fucks the gallbladder? But did he? Because I couldn't really tell anything. Okay. First he fucked... First he masturbated with it, like it was like a fleshlight of organs. And then, later, fucked her in the gallbladder... Quote and of course, said to no death, you have to fuck life in the gallbladder. <laughs> That's an actual quote. That's a movie. quote from the movie. That's a real line, and I have been misquoting it for years. <laughs> when I, you sent me the text that said that, I had not seen that part yet. I'm like, oh, oh no, I guess I'll be getting to that. Scene. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm so I didn't mean to spoil I it was, for you. I was prepared. I was like, there's how's that going to come up? And then it did. That's uh, right. A big time comes back later, but it was. Spoiler I couldn't alert. tell because they were they were trying to be tasteful is not the right word, <laughs> but it was like they were trying to be like not pornographic, probably because Udo didn't want to like get down or something. So like half of the scene where all this stuff is happening is insinuated, really. Like you see his like face just making gross right. faces. Yeah, we know what's going on, but like you don't need to see it. He reaches into. Her, her wound that he just mm. cut open yep. pulls something and out. you see her breathing this whole time by the way <laughs> but then you later find out it's because she's not fully dead uh, sure <laughs> i think she's supposed to be but then she opens her eyes she does but then closes them again yeah she's, she's like, very oh. sleepy <laughs> yeah my mom's dog does that a lot he just kind of like he opens his eyes looks around is like nah, i think i'm gonna go back to sleep and uh, just some guy digging around on my guts Close. Just like my mom's dog. <laughs> no, I have to go. Goodbye. It's All not, not true. There was a thing I noticed too. This is a, a nerdy thing to notice. But when they were cutting open her big wound, all of the cuts, because they were had the scissors so close to this naked lady's torso, were just sound effects. That's true. So you hear snip of each stitch, and we watch him cut every single stitch on this torso length scar yeah like they could have used some of that film to reshoot some of those scenes and maybe get some, <laughs> From the, some new dialogue yeah um 
there's a really gratuitous shot of him like as she starts to bleed when he cuts the incision he just rubs blood all over her boobs i bet that was improv which i get like, like that that's that, that, that's where the movie starts making sense to me bleh. what is the deal it's uh, hold on a second have yeah. we we're not there yet are we the digestive tract yes we are no the the heart the heart the beating heart those are lungs lungs and heart you, you don't know in right. the those are lungs yeah yeah what the fuck is that don't worry about that fair enough <laughs> we'll talk about that all right it's it's foreshadowed later right that's true but I, I just i just was thinking after he fucked that gallbladder and he and he made a real real strong point about the importance of fucking gallbladders mm-hmm. the kids those kids they just watch their mom. they watch everything they watch mom cheat on brother dad they watch mom and fuck boy yeah they they, they watch this guy their their dad fuck wounds and dead people in the gallbladder they're gonna be fine like child protective services <laughs> needs to get involved right away they're technically not children though because their parents are related what they're still children. No, they're technically not. I don't know if you. I think that I you have maybe, some. I don't think you understand how Chris uh, McCaleb definitions I have, work. I have some children. I think I know. You're not making a strong case. <laughs> I think okay. that you're sleep deprived. I, I, I don't. Oh think yeah. You're, you're, oh you're yeah. Not, you look good though. Thank you. Can, this is. Can you hear how good Joey looks? <laughs> it's not good, by the way. The um. I was typing this on a typing notes at this point. So I'm typing as the scene is happening. So this is like my real time reaction to this spleens, kidneys, gallbladder, liver. Okay. He loves this and is jizzing in his pants. <laughs> like stream of consciousness. Like I couldn't tell what was happening, but it was like, they just wanted it to be upsetting. I wish that I had a video of you uh, earlier because you, uh, you told me that you made make these notes on your your type typing machine mm-hmm. typing machine. Yeah, what am I, old... a million? <laughs> and uh, I'm an alien from another planet. <laughs> Quickly, pass me your typing machine, fellow human. No, and I wish that there had a picture of you the way that you described it. Your eyes were so <laughs> wide, staring at the screen, looking kind of scared actually yeah. of, of what you were watching. Like, well. Here it comes, whatever yeah. it is, or him. Yeah. Yeah. You. This is, by the way, this whole podcast network is your idea. So I, I hold you personally responsible <laughs> for, the, for, for this, all of this. Yeah. Well, for all of the, the pain you've inflicted on yourself, on your family. On others. My, me, your friends. You picked this movie. This was your suggestion. Uh, but I don't even Hey, care. Joey, Look. The, the Criterion Collection picked this movie. Fact. It is their fault. It is they who suck. Um, <clears throat> the the scene where he's like getting down in them guts, he like <laughs> the way that they do this is they they lower or raise her up. He like walks up to her and then they they turn the table down. Yeah, and then he's like, "I'm done now, Otto. Don't look at me." It was so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> it, both both his behavior was awkward. Of like like. Like when you take an animal out to 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 do their business on a walk, they kind of look around like, "Don't look at me, my shame." Or like someone you shame. don't know sees poop come out of your dog's butthole, and yeah. you're just like, "I don't know what to do right now." Oh, see, so you're feeling shame about your dog. Yeah. Wow. From but hold on, but you don't feel that same shame um, when it's someone that you know. 
It's only strangers. Oh, no. I'm like, yeah, you deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> someone I know. It. Hey, everybody knows. This is where poop comes. Yeah, everyone poop, poops. Poop. Everybody hey. poops. Poops. Jersey Dave. And then the movie ends. <laughs> I'm reading a couple things. So, well, yeah. Kids, well, kids watching Mom and Fuckboy. Okay. But that, we're getting to the point where he, he unveils them and brings them to dinner. <laughs> Well, this is he applies the electricity first. Right. And has a conversation with Baroness, which is, I think, about at this point in the movie, they're very, they make sure every time they mention wife or sister to have the other word with it. Right. So, like, get it, everyone? Wife, sister? I sister, wife? But, see, I did I already say that, that I couldn't tell if it if it was a continuity problem? Did I already, yeah, did I, did. I can't remember if I said that on record. Or yeah, if you we did. said that beforehand. It's all on record. And I, I'm still not sure. <laughs> well, mom, or mom, the baroness tells the baron that she hired a new servant. Right. Who is a man and not a woman for the first time, to which the baron was not stoked He's about. He's not thrilled. Because men will interfere with his work, whereas the women won't, I guess. Apparently. But um, she's like, "I'm." he will be at dinner. You will meet him. He's like, well, I also have guests for dinner. That's right. And then we go to the worst dinner party ever filmed. Yeah, guess who's coming to dinner. <laughs> it's also, the- do you think that these children didn't speak English? Or was it one of those, those like SAG rules where they can't speak words on screen <laughs> and pay extras. them more? Yeah. <laughs> because those, those kids couldn't have been more mute. No, no. They said, oh, I think one of the, the girls screamed once. That's not a line. Oh, is it not? That's not a dialogue. She doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't, none of them speak English. That, but that, does that count? That's a good, no wonder. Well, it's a you bad. need to be frightened and scream. No, that's not a line. Okay. okay. Those aren't words. Well, this is a very important dinner scene in a pivotal moment in the movie because not only is the fuck boy there uh, serving everyone dinner, but he sees the male Zambi with the perfect nasm that used to be his friend, the monk. Yeah, he couldn't he couldn't have been more emotional about it either. <laughs> His face, he betrays nothing even to the audience. It was himself. more like a huh, huh. Weird. Wow. God, I can't believe I still have to be here. Kind of bummed about that. Yeah. I by the way, I forgot about the part after they were fucking uh that she said that was remarkable, especially after everything you went through last <laughs> night. It's like <laughs> And he was like, thanks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah I was. did go through some stuff. I'm pretty good at sex. <laughs> hey. I do it on the reg, as you know. I'm a reg fucker. Ooh, that sounds really gross. It's very close to being gross. Fair enough. Uh, okay. So uh, after good. some very erotic, what I, I wrote, very erotic crotch smooshing, <laughs> um, the back down in the lab... The Baron's freaking out because he doesn't want to have to wait nine months for them to deliver him his first zombie child. But he's like, at a certain point, maybe I just shouldn't... Maybe there's things I can't do. There's things I shouldn't mess with. Like, his right there is like his brief moral... You see a brief moral compass glimpse? He's like, maybe I just need to let nature be nature and let my zombie fuck baby come to me in nine months. Do you think that... He was really like being satisfied with it, or do you think that he was trying to figure out a new? Yeah, I feel like he was lamenting and trying to find out maybe there's another way. 
Um, I'm going to be honest. It's, his motivations became very muddy after he fucked a hole in a woman's stomach. Well, actually, I think that really clarifies his moves. <laughs> I think it really, you kind of know what this guy's all about. Uh, that's true, I suppose. It's Very selfish. That's a selfish act to make sex with a, a body part. Well, in the gallbladder. The sexiest of organs. Oh. This is, I forgot to bring it up earlier, too. Like, when you, before you really knew what his whole plan was, and you just see these various body parts in his lab, he holds up what is clearly just like a mangled piece of chicken or something. And he's like, oh, yes, the seminal vesicles. <laughs> And you're like, okay, what else? Like that's <laughs> that was the point of the scene. It was like, oh, sick! It's like a movie version of like these. The spaghetti is worms, <laughs> and like these grapes are a bunch of eyeballs. Were you? Did you? We also skipped over the scene where the entire scene was them taking out a body part, putting it in liquid, and just kind of stirring it. <laughs> we skipped over that too. You're right. You mean science was happening? Yeah, yeah I skipped the Mr. Part. Wizard, man. Mr. Wizard got nothing on Baron Frankenstein. Uh, it really feels like he's making up his science as he goes. Like, it's he lives in this fairy tale world where er- everything he intends happens, but the A to Z, everything in between there is just nonsense. You know, you say that, but what do we know? It turns out people suck on armpits. So who are we to say anything? People suck on a lot of things. It doesn't mean that, like, that's how it should be. None of them sex parts. Yeah, a lot of... Not in this movie. You should only suck on sex parts. Nobody seems that interested in any kind of heterosexual sex activity in this movie. No, they're very... um, They go to work. It's work. You got to go to work. And by work, you fuck the Baroness. Because she wants you to. Yeah. But you're kind of bummed that your friend's a zombie now. Yeah, yeah, kind of bummed, but also just kind of like, yeah. It's a classic Jerry Dave origin story. Jerry Dave. (laughs) Jerry Dave origin story. Um, This is also where we have this brief interlude where the kids break down into the lab and hear some breathing. The fake bats? That's after this. Oh, okay. Yeah, the fake bats. The kids hear breathing and they open a cabinet and just see a set of lungs breathing by themselves. Yeah, that's right. Which that's... Weird to say that that is foreshadowing in any way, but it's kind of not. No, it's not at all. It doesn't. It, th- there's no payoff to it, that, it, unless the house is alive. There's for, it, it pays off the very last scene of the movie. It does yes, we will get to. Because okay, really, we'll get there. Wow, but boy, you, I can't believe you got more out of this. The bats. There's a the girl knocks some stuff off of one of the tables and was, and then. They are trying to take a hand with them. Like, they find a hand and they want to play with it. I mean, I get it. Just a severed hand. When you're a kid, you'll play with anything. Um, But then they get attacked by bats for forever. Yeah, for for the longest time. (laughs) So many fake bats. Um, But that doesn't really mean anything. No. Or do anything. No, and where did those bats come from? Or why? Was that a cutscene from Blood for Dracula? Is that possible? (laughs) What if it was? These movies were made at the same time, so. Like, do you think they went one into the other or bounced back and forth? Like, we have the castle for two days. We have to shoot the castle stuff. It's a great question, and I don't know. They just forgot. Well, we'll have to find out. God, is Blood for Dracula better than this one? I remember Blood for Dracula being better, yes. Okay. But 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 you do you do have to have uh, so much of Udo Kier going. I need blood of virgin. Like it's it, it's and I'm pretty sure Otto, the guy who plays Otto, plays Renfield. Joe D'Alessandro plays the Keanu Reeves character. Jersey Mike. Jersey, Jersey Mike. 
Hey, I got sandwiches. What do you want? Hey. 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 hey what are you doing? Got what are you doing? Blood on the sandwich. Hey, shit. This this next chunk of notes is my favorite little string here. Yeah. Because it's, again, like stream of consciousness. Bad attack for a while. Anyway, here's Jersey Dave's dong. <laughs> they 69 with sound effects of eating spaghetti. She's super into pits. God, she loves pits, man. <laughs> so Baroness and, and Jersey Dave's at work um, just munching on pits with, like, this sound. Awful. You 69 the pits. Um, ballroom pits um but then we cut back to the lab and the okay the a running plot point through this whole thing is like jersey dave is like i know that the baron is into up to something because my friend was is a zambi and the baroness like you can't go in his lab no one can go in his lab only him and otto can go in his lab and then we cut to the next scene and the maid is in the lab after mm-hmm. we've already seen the kids in the lab, yeah, it everybody is, goes. In the, there's there, this this place is like Grand Central Station. Like, the there least. is no no security. There are there are seemingly uh, a million different ways in and out. The only people that don't go in the lab is the lady who says no one goes in the lab. That is true. So we we go down, and this is. This this is like the the scene where the movie is like let's just do weird stuff as much as we can, because the servant lady is down in the lab just like scoping it out for no reason. Olga, Olga, her name was Olga. She has a name. Was it? Yes. Oh, well then Otto comes up and he's like flicking his tongue at her. I'm like, did I miss twenty minutes? Different movie. Guys in a different movie. Diff- like he's doing. <laughs> like, when did Otto lose his mind? Yeah. Why is the lady here why is Otto trying to attack this lady I mean I think the idea was that he's trying to be like the Baron uh-huh like flicking I his can, tongue I can I don't know what that I can about. be a sex creep too yeah, yes basically like I I can I can because it, it comes up again where he tries to like do what the Baron did and fuck body parts but he uh-huh. doesn't know how to do it and tears her chest open instead yeah so like, how did he do that it's a great question. He's like trying to like open her shirt and like pull her shirt down, and then you hear a rip, and then you cut around to the reverse, and her like organs are falling out. The human body is very fragile, Joe. I guess he just just like Hulk Hogan to her chest open. Yeah, and then she just dies on a grate, and that's the last we ever see. It was hear Hulk Hogan's Hulk Hogan's signature move when he would <laughs> rip open the chest cavity, of and, his and then somebody would be like, "Finish him," or and he'd yank out their spine. That's a real game. Jesus it is, yeah. Christ. It's a good game. Fletcher Frankenstein? Yeah, absolutely. Andy Warhol's <laughs> Fletcher Frankenstein. Um, but then that that is the last of that and doesn't really mean anything other than to show you that Otto is like losing his mind, I guess. But that tongue flick really stuck with me like No, it was, I, it, it was haunting. It was haunting. I tried now in fairness, I did watch this <clears throat> Excuse me. I watched this movie. Uh, my girlfriend was also there watching it. Oh, yeah? So, the, so you you additionally unleashed this on her. Oh, you, you told her it was my idea. Well, I didn't say it was your idea. This whole thing is your idea. But you, you suggested the movie. Did she know that you suggested the movie? The Criterion Collection suggests this. <laughs> I, I take no culpability. It, just because our interests overlap does not mean that this is I'm, my fault. I am, I am clearly on record as uh, now suggesting Blood for Dracula. And <laughs> suggesting is a real loose term, I think, for this podcast. However, um, 
she shit. Oh, oh, fuck. I what I was I was going to make a joke. This is great. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> it's not funny <laughs> I'm anymore. I'm ready now. I was just going to say that I I spent the rest of the night like trying the tongue thing and it just did not <laughs> it didn't work at all. She was she was not happy about it. Oh man! And uh, yeah, so I'm I, if I can stay at your place, maybe. <laughs> cool. Um, we'll talk about it off. Things off mic. gotta cool off a little bit. Yeah, the tongue thing. Yeah, auto auto erotic asphyxiation. It's not funny at yeah, all. It's pretty funny. Oh, man. Uh, but it, we go from from auto killing this woman to the hallway where apparently Jersey Jersey Dave is working with the Omen children all of a sudden. Yeah, why are they on his side out of nowhere? Maybe they're just like, they just like chaos. That like, has to be. I mean, by the end, they're like a, has to be it. They're gremlins. They just like want to see the worst thing happen happen. They want to see the world burn. Yeah. Like the Joker. And, and the... Uh, the, the, and then he has his interaction with the count and they're in that soap opera shot where they're both facing the camera. <laughs> like, oh. have you ever like really think it doesn't just happen. It happens in every soap opera, but yeah. it happens in other movies and TV shows too. Have you ever talked wa- to someone's like, back? Yes. Try it. Like sometime try to have a con- like try to have a conversation with your wife where you have your back to her the whole time. Just give it a shot. I guarantee you to be like, what are you doing? Look, <laughs> look at me. Guaranteed. Because I also tried this. And uh, that actually is true. I, I, not, I didn't try it, but I just sort of thought and was like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't even think I want this job anymore anyway. I'm tired of boning your sister. The bone zone. And, and the Baron was not super stoked about that. But anyway, anyway, he's got bigger things to do, which is to go down and finally make his zomb- zombies do some fucking. Yeah. Which is, um, <laughs> I tried to make a joke and I was like, well, he, he tells the lady to kiss him, kiss him, kiss him, kiss him. And the, le- the, the and then lady they, zombie does. And then they look down at his dick. And they, they undo his little dick diaper yeah. and then. There's no nothing, no action. What if all sex was like that? Like it was just like, <laughs> kiss me, and then they both kind of look at the dick and like, no, it's not happening. Kiss me. Well, that's it's kind of the same as like how the sex worked at the beginning, which is just two people lay together, mm-hmm. and then oh, it's sex. Yeah, butt clench. <laughs> A couple butt clenches. Um, I, I tried gamey, gamey. How do you? I tried to smash a gay zombie. I couldn't figure it out. Gamey. He's a Gamby, a gay very, zombie. Very disappointed in you, Joey. I know. It was I was running out of time. <laughs> it's really really a bummer. Um anyway, they Baron doesn't know that uh that monk was into Jersey Dave's ass. So he just thinks his whole thing is a failure. He's he's brought two people back to life with through various body parts. Yeah, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's, it's not enough. They're not fucking. Never enough. Never, never, never enough. Great, a lot of Greatest Showman fans out there probably. It's a real, is that what that real is? Venn diagram uh, of this podcast and the Greatest Showman. I I'm sure. did not know. It's not on Criterion Collection. This is Criterion so. Nuts! Um, they, Dave goes back up to the... <laughs> Jersey Dave. <laughs> Joe D'Alessandro. Like, hey! Goes up and talks to the Baroness. Your children showed me his butcher shop. That's right, his butcher shop. I just wanted to let you know in case you wanted to escape. And she's like, why would I escape? It's yeah. like the fucking raddest stuff ever here. And then he smacks her. Yeah. And she calls him a 
farmer. Yeah. You yeah, fucking the farmer. great, the great. It's an incredible insult. I really do. I it that that actually that's the the first point in the movie where I really connected with somebody. <laughs> right. Like it's such a savage because you're because you're you're using what someone is as and, an insult. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it hurt my feelings. But this the movie here is it's like when it it finally realizes like fuck I got to end in like ten minutes. And it starts to, like, hyperdrive, get through, like, a bunch of plot points. Because the Baron immediately is like, somebody sabotaged my gay zombie. So there's a reason they're not fucking. So it's probably my sister sabotaged it, probably. Right. And that's when we learn that she's a part of the whole thing. That she's. They have an understanding. Right. Right. But that's this is the first point. You're right. I mean, it does feel like we got to wrap this up. So uh, maybe she's involved. Maybe uh, I, this also is where I did note that the music in this movie is really good. It is. <laughs> I don't it's, remember it. It's at really, all. it's really good. The music is really good. Some of the photography is pretty good. Some real bad edits. Um, what's the music? I don't even remember. Oh, you should. I mean, you shouldn't go back. Sing but, it. I can't. Okay. I can't. I can't hum a little. Is bit. it like it's very, not like Greatest Showman where I could sing the songs? Is it like overly dramatic um, soap opera music? No, not at all. No, it's really good. Oh, no, it's okay. like legitimately good music. Hmm. Uh, Andy well, Warhol's Fresh for Fresh Frankenstein. For so, Jersey Dave goes back down to the lab with the kids, um, and then that is the Baroness comes in. So now we're at this like giant stage setup centerpiece where like this is the final act. And the Baron and the Baroness have an agreement that um, the Baroness turned in Jersey Dave, uh, and now the Baroness gets to fuck the the boy zombie. Like that's the right. It's like you can take my guy up and do whatever you want. Will he do what I say? Yes, he'll do what I say because I tell him to do what you say. So she doesn't know that he's a gay zombie. That's correct. They go up to her room to go do their stuff. This is at the point where I, I wrote, and I quote. This movie is hot garbage. <laughs> it's all at this point. You made it all the way to this point. Uh, I mean, I, I I had the feeling. What about when he was but, fucking the gallbladder? But then I, oh, that I get. Okay. But this is the point. <laughs> yeah, this is a mess. Um. <clears throat> okay, so I kind of liked. Like, I felt like the death of the Baroness. Spoiler: the Baroness dies. I thought it was really actually kind of a great setup because mm-hmm. they, they kind of slow tease that she just like goes, she churns through sex slaves. Right. And so she just like, I want a new thing now. Right. So she's like going to fuck Guy Zombie, who's like a big idiot. Guy Zombie. Um, and she's just like, oh yeah, squeeze me. Squeeze it. Squeeze me. Squeeze me hard. Pull me closer. Too hard. Pull me tighter. Too hard. Tighter. And then he just like crushes her. Like Lenny from Mice uh, and Men. Yeah. Is it Lenny? Lenny, yes. Sure. Yes. He she gets Lennied. Lemmy's from Motorhead. Rest of yes. the Ace of Space. Oh, he's dead? He, yeah, he died. Oh, oh, bummer. That's another great thing about listening to LOLJK, which is a podcast about saving the world one story at a time. Oh, topics, but yeah. You don't know. <laughs> and uh it is is just cuz and I know this just from knowing you mm-hmm. off pod. Mm-hmm. Um j- just how you don't know some like the things that happen in the news. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's you not keep, an act. you just keep yourself away from it. Mm-hmm. And you uh, on a recent episode, I, it, was, it was a thing that you you reacted to something that like everybody knows about. You're like what? 
Was it the snowflake thing? No. Oh, oh. I don't know. I don't know either. But it doesn't yeah, matter. That's, but no, but it, it, it's it, like I. But I kind of envy it. I envy. It's not. It's not ignorance of the news. It's just like. I don't you need just, it. You just wall yourself off. Yeah, yeah. You you focus on the stuff that's important because none of this shit is important. The like <laughs> minutia, the day to day, the bullshit. What celebrity died? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's but yeah, flesh for Frankenstein. <laughs> this is yeah, Andy Warhol's flesh for Frankenstein. Yeah, I'm too busy doing this to to read CNN. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I, I like anyway. I, I like that, and I, I, I admire it. Yeah, I wonder how many That's people all. feel like it's like oh, he definitely is just acting. I'm like, no, it's it's really bad. <laughs> well, if if the Venn diagram of you crosses over to this podcast, let me tell you from experience. Joey doesn't know shit. <laughs> I don't know shit about dick about it. Yeah, shit about dick. Yeah. Ugh. Um, Sorry, mom. She's gone by now. Long gone. You'd um, be surprised. <clears throat> okay, so now we're back down in the lab with uh, Jersey Dave and the Baron. Um, Baron tells Monk to make Jersey Dave unconscious, which he does, and he falls like down a five-foot set of stairs. Um, and then they string him up. Uh, yeah, Baroness goes to go fuck the guy. I skipped ahead. Um. Okay. Um, well, Otto, Otto uh, licks all the licks the wounds. And then, <laughs> I forgot, and then destroys the female. So I for, I forget where the Baron went, but we have Jersey Dave strung up, and while he's strung up and everyone's gone, Otto comes in and is like trying to prove himself to Jersey Dave for yeah. some reason. Yeah, I'm a man. I'm a, I'll show you. So yeah. I'm going to get the lady up. Yeah, I can do that. Now watch me do this. And he just starts like tongue in her stitch. Awful. Just for a while, Awful. too. For way too long. Um, doing the tongue thing again a little bit. Again, different movie. Uh, he, he, he is killing it in a totally different movie. Yeah. <laughs> In like a Mel Brooks, in like a Dracula yeah. dead and loving it type of thing, yeah, totally. He he tongues this wound and then it spills all her stuff out. That's right. And it's like, oh fuck, I it's dead dead body number one's down on the ground. And then the Baron comes in and sees he ruined the lady. Baron strangles Otto. Dead body number two. That's right. Falls down on top of the lady. Yeah. Then they're piling up. It, literally, there's like an overlapping stack. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it, it's like five deep by the end yeah. of this. Um, the monk comes in carrying the dead baroness and puts her down on the ground. Yeah, on top of Otto, body, body number, number three. three. It's literally like seven movies worth of plot are happening in the next three yeah, minutes. They had to wrap it up, man. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Okay, we gotta go finish Blood for Dracula. Um, so uh, he, the Baron tells monk to kill jersey dave for some reason like i i you did this i guess but it's here now that the monk kills the baron that's right for no reason other than he's a bad guy but he he went and knocked him down before like the the only reason it happened is because like, the movie he, needed it to happen. Why did he change his mind? Yes. Why did he change allegiances? Yes. So the Baron tries to run away, and then there's a really gratuitous shot of Monk closing the door on the Baron's hand and chopping yeah. it off. Gets his hand right off. 
And he has like this whole soliloquy. No, he throws his hand. He does. Like he throws a temper tantrum yes. and tosses his own hand. Yes. To like make a point. Amazing. It's good. Uh, but the entire time he's having that like ending speech, his stump is just spurting. That's like, right. For like a solid two minutes. It's just. Just um, the, and, and well, that's when we learn that his, his body is full of thick red paint. <laughs> Just filled with like bright red paint. That's like, what incest blood looks like. I suppose it's, that's true. It's more watery and redder. It's redder than you'd think. So the Baron the incest boy could have done without that. Yeah, very troubling. The Baron is like, I'm going to finally kill Jersey Dave and picks up a scalpel, and then again, the monk zombie guy zombie makes the decision to impale the Baron with a spear. Um, and what comes out? Red goo. But what's on the tip of the I spear? I don't know. What was it? Lungs? I'm assuming it's his gallbladder. Oh. And that was at the moment that I remembered, oh, right, this movie was in 3D. That's yeah. why they stuck a thing right out at the camera so that there was a thing. That's like, like right in front of you. Like at any time you see a 3D movie that's not in 3D, mm-hmm. the, so many of those things. People always like, pointing at the lens. What is this? Yeah, like swords into the camera. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. That's like the only shot it's for, though. I can't think of another I one. I can't think of another one either, but there it was. And. I mean, I thought it was kind of like sweet justice because he, you know, he got all to no death. He have to fuck life in the gallbladder. And this whole thing is about gallbladders. But here's what's interesting. And I really need that to be a gallbladder for, <laughs> for, for, for my point to hold. Because so that would, this was 1973. Uh, Andy Warhol died in 1987, I think. Do you know how he died? He died of after if complications after surgery. It was a heart thing, but the surgery that he had was gallbladder surgery. I'm not making that up. Really? Andy Warhol's Flesh for Frankenstein, a movie he had almost nothing to do with. Predicted gallbladder. I mean, isn't that weird? Also, I think I think the reason it was like that is that somebody else in their one of their lives had had some kind of gallbladder situation. But yeah, isn't that crazy? (laughs) It ultimately is his undoing. It ultimately is art. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah, what a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Baron has the longest death ever and slowly sinks to his knees and dies on his knees, propped up still, um, to which Jersey Dave tells this, the guy zombie, like, let's, let's get out of here. You come get me down. And then instead the No, mo- you have known me my whole life. Because, of course, we both grew up here in Serbia. I know. I grew up your next-door neighbor. I hey, loved your mother. Yeah, never left. <laughs> never left here in Serbia. Hey, uh, this I am dead already anyway. And just, like, tears himself open. Yeah. And so right. another body just down on how the ground. How did he do that? Amazing. Uh, so how many is that now? We got both Baroness, Five. Baron... Yeah, we got five dead people and Jersey Dave hanging above all of it. Real hot five stack. Yeah, you think he's good. You think Jersey Dave made it through unscathed to to, to Dracula another day. Uh, that's when the Omen children come in. And When you think he's saved. When you think he's saved. Oh, they Give work together. Like, we, we're going to go get out of here. Hey, And then they open the cabinet with the lungs in it and get yeah. a scalpel 
and raise him up higher. Yep. So I think they were going to transplant some. They're going to do an ex, uh, a surgery for real. This, yeah, the cycle continues. End. The cycle continues. But it doesn't because it end. Yeah, freeze frame. Freeze frame end. Yeah, 3D. <laughs> freeze frame. Uh, that was flesh for Frankenstein. God damn. Boy, howdy. That sucked. It does suck. It's, uh, it's, but you know, they're, they're, I couldn't, if I saw this independent of everything, I would be like, that is a shitty horror movie from the seventies that no one remembers. Right. The fact that it is on the Criterion collection right. is astounding. Yep. Like more so, like I I buy Solo being on it before I buy this being on it. Yeah, well, it's Andy Warhol. That's it. It's that's ju- the only it's reason. Just, it's it, it makes the movie important, and <clears throat> I, I, I get the context, and I, I understand the context. It's just a, it's just not a good movie. It's it, it's it the, the acting is embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. I mean, I I mean, maybe that's part of it. The camp. Of the fact that these people are also bad at what they do, but it, it just it bo- it really bothers me when I see stuff that that just is that sucks, but it's celebrated for being great. <laughs> but we love those things, and this doesn't isn't good in that way. No, no. Like, oh, I no, I love things that are bad. This isn't celebrated for being bad. Yeah, it's bad, and it's celebrated for being important. Hmm. Like nobody would call the Greasy Strangler an important movie. Why? But no one besides you would call the Greasy, maybe Phil, the Greasy Strangler. We're running out of things to get each other that are related to the Greasy Strangler. (laughs) I told you you got me the soundtrack, right? Yes. Did you see what was on the cover of the soundtrack? No. It's the it's just a full body shot of the main dude in the car wash, just hanging dong. Is the cover of the book. Whoa. So, like, when you buy it and it's still shrink-wrapped, it's got a wraparound that's it's pink. It says the Greasy Strangler. But when you undo it, that's not attached to the vinyl. And you just have this big naked picture of the the grandpa. Vinyl? Guy. Yeah. That, but that was probably expensive. I was like, well, you guys are bucks. out of control with this Greasy Strangler <laughs> nonsense. I have a, an enamel pin that says bullshit artist he got me from it. I got him the uh, import version from Australia. I yeah. remember when you got that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. Have you watched it yet? No. Okay, perfect. I got you a copy for your you birthday. Did. It's a, yeah. the gift it's that the, keeps on giving. It's the gift that keeps so on strangling. If you <laughs> if you haven't watched it by your next birthday, I'll be buying you another copy. The grease that keeps on strangling. That's what I wish I had said first. <laughs> I can cut it. I'll cut it in. No, I won't. No, anyway, no reason uh, three reasons. Criterion likes to give their movies three reasons why they are included on the Criterion Collection. Um, I didn't even look to see if they did it for this one because I assume <laughs> they didn't. I just completely forgot to look. I was gonna say, I don't. Did we do this with Canterbury Tales? We did because I wrote my own. Here oh, that's are right. my reasons why uh, Flesh for Frankenstein is included in the Criterion Collection. Reason number one: progressive attitudes towards children murderers. <laughs> Reason number two, progressive attitudes towards necrophilia. Mm-hmm. Reason number three, progressive attitudes towards gay zombies. <laughs> That's A fair. lot of things you don't see in a lot of movies these days. And if Eli Roth did it, it wouldn't be on the Criterion Collection. No, it would just be hostile too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's in one of those. Um, so I have also rewritten 
the Criterion synopsis for Flesh for Frankenstein. Um, here we go. <clears throat> Flesh for Frankenstein is the dramatic reenactment of all the times you played doctor as a kid. Complete with a complete mis- or complete with a misunderstanding of all sexual acts culminate in a naked person laying on top of another naked person, which means they are now married. The childlike whimsy of putting someone else's head on top of another body and seeing it move is clearly and medically scientifically sound. It's a pity that in the world of Flesh for Frankenstein, this monumental achievement in medicine is, as most things, overshadowed by the lack of boners when you really need them. <laughs> as, as the bodies pile like a literal stack of collapsed dominoes, you are left wondering what the point of it all was. And the point of it all was this. Be happy with your accomplishments, even if they don't have as big of an erection as you'd like, or face the consequences, or something. That's pretty good. Yeah. Actually. So. That, that, you, you, at this, at this late hour, you just elevated the movie for me. I have a habit of doing that. I don't, I don't know why I keep rescuing these things or justifying their existence. You're you're one for two, (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) The 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 devil butt didn't do it for you in Canterbury Tales. No. Oh come on. Nothing did it for me about Canterbury Tales. All right. Well, listen to Canterbury Tales, everyone. If you haven't heard the Canterbury Tales episode, that uh, finale is something else. If you haven't, what are you doing? What are you even what doing? What are you here? even doing? What do you What do you have other things to do with your life? You have other podcasts. It's probably LLJK to listen to. To be fair, look, skip it. One of those come out every couple weeks. Skip it. Who needs it? So are we, we going to watch Flesh for Frank or not Flesh for Frankenstein? Blood for Dracula next? Because there's more of the Canterbury Probably. trilogy. There's more Blood for Dracula. Oh God! I'll let you pick. So you can't be like you made me do this. I'm still going to say that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You're making me do this podcast. It's not true. Oh. Um, I, 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 I has but didn't I? Well, I think you should pick one because I, I feel like. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to take you hostage here. Okay. Well, let me, let's, let's look here. Okay. For our next movie, next episode, I think we're going to steer away from something we know is going to be bad, at least out, outwardly bad, maybe bad just because we don't like it. We're going to watch <laughs> a newer one called The Lure from 2015. Uh, if you don't know what this is, go to the pa- Criterion page, just look at the cover, and read the description, and that is why we are watching it for next episode, because it, it looks pretty rad. It looks rad. really cool. Um, so join us next time. I'm very excited. Uh, you can find more at explosivemagico.com. You can buy a shirt or something. You can get write it. Dune shirt. Oh, yeah. Get the When's Dune the shirt. When's the Criterion Dune coming out? Then we can really <laughs> cross wor- cross our worlds here. I just keep doing shirts for the podcast, various Dune themes. Um, I'd imagine I'd get in trouble at some point if I kept selling Dune stuff. But uh, you can email Criterionauts with a form on the Explosive Magico page if you have suggestions on the Criterion movie we should watch. You can also email Criterionauts at gmail.com and follow Criterionauts on Twitter if you want to know when new episodes are out. <clears throat> Thank you guys for listening. I've been Criterionaut Joey. I've been Criterionaut Chris. And we will see you next time for The Lure. Das Vidania.